2: Welcome to The Megyn Kelly Show, your home for open, honest, and provocative conversations. Hey, everyone, I'm Megyn Kelly. Welcome to The Megyn Kelly Show. It is true crime Christmas week here on the show. And today we take a look at one of the most despised yet very well-connected men in American crime history, Jeffrey Epstein. This is a far reaching crime story that leads from political figures in Washington, D.C. to the bright lights of Hollywood and even the most powerful political leaders from around the world. Indeed, it stretches right into the royal palace across the pond. How does a man with no college degree teach at a prestigious private school, make his way onto Wall Street and eventually accumulate so much wealth he owned his own island, all while sex trafficking untold numbers of young girls to the rich and powerful. Joining me now to discuss it all, Barry Levine, author of The Spider, Inside the Criminal Web of Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Barry, thank you so much for being here.
3: Thank you, Megan. Thanks for having me on.
2: Okay, let me start with this. After spending this much time with a subject, the author gets to know him. You know, you feel like you almost not our friends with him, but that you really know him. So how would you, in a few sentences, give us the summary of the man when it comes to Jeffrey Epstein?
3: You know, Megan, I actually went to his boyhood home in Coney Island and gained access uh, through the gentleman who now lives there to actually spend time in Jeffrey Epstein's boyhood bedroom and looked out his window into this bleak, you know, backyard in Coney Island. The apartment had um, water pipes, just a one bathroom, very modest uh, row house type of uh, apartment. And Jeffrey Epstein, from the very beginning, um, was determined to do one thing. He told his, um, all of his buddies in high school that he was going to be rich. He's going to be rich beyond belief, richer than any of these, uh, his other classmates was going to blow Brooklyn behind him, and was going to, you know, see the world. And Jeffrey did accomplish that. Um, he, however, he made he made his money um, a lot of it through um, grifting. He took advantage of clients. Uh, he was booted off of Wall Street. He skated on the line of. Um, credibility enough that he was able to gain one big client early on uh, and made a lot of money. Um, but Jeffrey's dark side festered really festered inside of him for the last three decades of his life. Jeffrey would um, engage in uh, sexual abuse with um, young women and he, but he went back and forth between these two worlds uh, and to me, That is the most fascinating thing about Jeffrey Epstein, how he was able to maintain this presence with very smart, intelligent people, very powerful people, people who, you know, made uh, money themselves, people who were incredibly intelligent, you know, Harvard-educated scientists and so forth. But Jeffrey was able to live in their world but at the same time Uh, He also lived in this extremely dark place and how he was able to compartmentalize these two worlds and go back and forth. I I find most interesting.
2: Mm, Fascinating. You know, when I, I when I look at Jeffrey Epstein, I think, okay, unlike a lot of the other men who have been very accomplished, but had a very dark side that got outed. I don't see a special skill from this guy other than schmoozing, you know, I think about like uh, Harvey Weinstein, obviously deeply disturbed guy, but incredibly talented Hollywood filmmaker and producer producer. You can't take that away from him. Um, You look at Bill Cosby, right? Gifted actor, comedian, sage when it comes to social issues, when you hear him talk. But clearly had a very dark side when it comes to women. Even Bernie Madoff, right? Like he he was the head of the SEC before he decided to do a Ponzi scheme uh, during a time of trouble and had genuinely accomplished a lot, pulled himself uh, from rags to riches. And then, you know, when it went south, he chose badly and it just spiraled out of control. But Jeffrey Epstein, what what was his special skill? He he wasn't some amazing investor, as you point out, he had one big client. Lex Wexner, the guy who owned and up until recently even owned um, the Limited, which owns Victoria's Secret and Bed Bath or no, uh, Bath and Body Works, among other companies. I can't find another accomplishment other than landing that client that he did in his whole career.
3: Jeffrey was a mathematical genius. Jeffrey could have worked. Um, uh, for the military he could have he he could have had a um very um, um distinguished career if he wanted but this was a guy who never really um um wanted to play in someone else's um um you know ballpark he marched to his own drummer he um, you know, he, he, he went back and forth, uh, attempting, uh, attempting some respectability and, and attempting to get some credibility, but he was never a guy who was ever going to sit behind a desk or attend meetings and so forth. Um, Ace Greenberg, who, um, um, ran, um, uh, Bear Stearns, uh, at the time, um, uh, whose daughter, in fact, uh, uh, was was uh, taught by Jeffrey at the Dalton School, uh, suggested to her father that, uh, that this Mr. Epstein is a genius and so forth. And that led to Jeffrey's first um, job on Wall Street, where he didn't last very long because he got in trouble with the SEC. And after an investigation, uh, even though he became a at the time, a short period of time, a very brilliant, brilliant options trader, um, Jeffrey was relatively booted out of there. Jeffrey never was able to maintain um, anything for a long period of time. Uh, he he wanted to go to Harvard, but he he um, ended up at uh, two schools in New York and never never graduated. His Wall Street career was uh, w- was very short-lived. Uh, he um, disdained, in, in a sense, just the normal way of life. This is a guy who wanted things done his way. And as he became older, and as he became richer, he created this world um, around him where he was in total control. I'm not just talking about the the sex trafficking and, and the abuse of the young women, but it was everything. It was it was everything about how his um, many servants and employees at his various homes in the Virgin Islands or New York or the ranch in New Mexico or Florida, how they had a dress, how they couldn't look him in the eye, how the temperature in his bedroom had to be set exactly. Uh, at uh, um, um, 58 degrees, how there had to be X amount of towels folded in a proper way um, outside the uh, massage room. This was a guy who um, uh, lived and existed in in his own world, this very dark world, but to outsiders, um, wealthy people former presidents, uh, foreign leaders. He was a character. He was a gruff-talking Brooklyn kid. He never lost his Brooklyn accent. Um, There was an attraction. There was a charisma about Jeffrey Epstein that um, um, attracted um, a lot of these wealthy people. Um, And it it was just something about his presence, that he was a guy who... For the most part, was a failure at any attempts at real business, but uh created a, a huge amount of wealth I, I believe through blackmail, through extortion, uh through stealing. um Wes Wexner said he he stole um, uh, more than forty million dollars from him. I believe that figure to um, be uh, uh frankly much more. Um, he was involved for a period of time, uh, for a period of time with arms dealers, uh, Adnan Khashoggi, uh, Sir Douglas Lease, uh, Epstein stole countless, uh, um, uh, tens of millions of dollars, uh, from these guys through being the middleman in, um, arms trading deals. Um, uh, but it, as I said, it was his, uh, presence, his persona that captured um, uh, these, uh, these uh, other individuals. And he, mm-hmm. and he went about his life collecting these people, um, almost as if he was, you know, collecting them on a trophy chest. Or, you know, uh, 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 the, uh, Donald Trump, the, the Bill Clinton, the Harvey Weinstein, uh, the Les Wexner, uh, Prince Andrew. Uh, the former Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak, uh, ke- actors, you know Kevin Spacey, um, uh, you know he he collected uh, uh, Harvard professors, scientists, um, anybody he could think of that he could bring into uh, his world, and a lot of it I I um, get to a, a little bit in the book is that. I do think that doors were opened for Jeffrey Epstein among very wealthy men in the financial community in New York uh, because, uh, because he was Jewish, because he was able to uh, talk this um, 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 you know, Brooklyn type of jive uh, that was attractive to these, to these guys.
2: Once he got less Lex Wexner, yes. you could dro- he could drop that name with everyone. So that must have made life much easier. But how did he land Lex Wexner to begin with?
3: Well, he was he was actually on a on a, uh, a commercial flight, and the guy who was sitting in first class with him uh, had been a uh, associate of Lex Wexner. And again, Jeffrey just. Can talk and talk and talk, and um, uh, gained the, uh, the 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 trust and confidence of this particular individual, who uh, then mentioned him to Les Wexner. Um, Les, uh, uh, as I said, um, uh, 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 whose whose mom uh, grew up in Brooklyn, uh, had had the base of his operation. Um, out in um, uh, near Columbus, Ohio. Um, that's where he had uh, started his his company, The Limited, which um, uh, one of their main assets had been Victoria's Secret and so forth. And he became extremely, extremely uh, uh, wealthy uh, through the ownership of that um, of, of that company. And Les, at the time, was uh, looking for. Uh, someone to bring in uh, a financial genius to help him sort out not only uh, his, really his personal uh, financial assets. And Jeffrey was very good at protecting other people's money. Uh, and as I said, he he managed to skate on the line of of the law where he was able to Move money around to various offshore accounts. Yes, create yes, we different. saw he
2: he was per- expert at that. But th- corporations th- that explains it and so I, forth. As I and, looked at it, I just thought if he hadn't gotten Les Wex- Wexner, it it never n- nothing else would have happened for him because he wasn't really making it objectively in business. But once yes, you bag a right. whale like that, you can use him to get anything. And it, and frankly, it didn't even seem like he needed to recruit other clients after that because Les was giving him. Everything and Jeffrey, according to reporting I've read from ABC and others, was skimming. Was yes. engaged in schemes where less he would take like nine million of Less's money yes. from Less's charitable trust and put it into his own charitable trust. Yes. Suddenly he, it would he, yeah. be eleven million, and he was doing all sorts of funky things with Less's money. I I agree he stole from Less, and he stole a lot. But can you just do you know whether he had something on Less because that's of course what a lot of people think,
3: right? Well, I, I I will say I, I'll preface that first by saying that there was this inherent trust on Les's part, and again, it had to do with the fact that Les was a, a part of um, what's known as the uh, mega group, which is um, 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 a, a, a group of, of wealthy uh, businessmen across America who support Israel uh, through various. Um, um, causes, uh charities, um, um defense and so forth. And Jeffrey uh again was a big backer of Israel. Less trusted him. He 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 uh he said that he re, you know he he reminded that that uh Jeffrey reminded him of the type of individuals that his uh mom in in uh, in 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 Brooklyn used to hang out with and he's and Jeffrey and Les, being in the Midwest, said, "You know, he said Jeffrey Epstein is different from Midwestern uh, Jews. He's um, he's got this charisma. He's he's exciting to be around. Uh, He Jeffrey played him. Jeffrey played him, um, and and really, as I said, Les was the big fish, and uh, for a long period of time, Jeffrey was feeding off of him, and because." he was able to make that association with Les Wexner. It opened up so many other doors. Now, of course, there's been scrutiny all of these years as to what was the real relationship between these two men. Did Jeffrey have anything over Les Wexner? Was he blackmailing him? Did he have uh, something in his back pocket that that uh, uh, allowed... Um, um, this almost total financial control on Jeffrey's part to, to take over um, uh, Les Wexner. He uh, he even wrote Les Wexner's uh, prenuptial agreement when Les, uh, oh, uh, who had been a lifelong bachelor, finally ended up getting getting married. Actually, Jeffrey was against the wedding because he wanted to control Les Wexner. I was going to
2: say he was the wife.
3: <laughs> uh, a woman came into into Les's world and and. Um, uh, things changed a little bit, and 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 she and others uh, in Les's business were very suspicious of of, of Jeffrey. To this day, uh, Les Wexner has um, uh, said uh, in blanket statements uh, that he was completely unaware of any of the um, criminal activities uh, that Jeffrey was involved in um, with young women. Um that he knew nothing about it uh and that um, um that there was nothing untoward uh in terms of you know their personal relationship yeah. together, except there is an you know one story um that uh it involves a um, woman named maria farmer uh who in fact yeah. she is the the sister the older sister of one of the uh, four victims that the minor victims that the prosecution uh, ha- has put out in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Yep. Uh, Annie Farmer is the only uh, victim of, among the four uh, who has uh, publicly um, put her name out there as, uh, as one of the victims. The others have testified under pseudonyms and under um, under uh, different names. But the Maria Farmer story is interesting because um, 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 in the uh, mid, mid-90s, mid uh, she says that uh, she had been um, 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 attacked by both Ghislaine and Jeffrey Epstein, and, and she was actually the artist in residence at right. Leslie Wexner's estate in Ohio. Jeffrey Epstein had brought her out there, uh, and she said that she was held against her will by Les Wexner's uh, security people. Uh, Many of these guys, um, off-duty policemen from uh, this town near Columbus, Ohio. And uh, Maria Farmer says Les Wexner's wife knew the fact that she was, um, um, about this incident, that she was kept behind uh, doors for, uh, um, you know, more than 10 hours before her father was able to come out there and pick her up and so forth. Les Wexner and his wife have cor- have uh, categorically stated that they knew nothing about this incident, um, and I personally, after the the, the research th- that I've done, I I find that hard to believe that um, um, Les Wexner wouldn't have been informed of this uh, uh, horrible incident that took place. Um, on his uh, on his property, that this yeah, uh, yeah. woman was held against her will for multiple hours by. Well, Maria Farmer's own. got a
2: long story. I mean, she and her younger sister, Annie, have important yeah. stories to the Epstein case and that Maria was sort of lured in. She spoke with ABC at length in a podcast about Epstein. um uh, I can't remember the name of it. Forgive me. I, I listened to it, but it was like truth or fault line or line whatever. I, I'll get it. But she talked about how they lured her in. She was an aspiring artist. They got to her by saying, oh, we're into art. Yeah, we, you know, we can help you. That's how they got into to a lot of young women's lives saying yeah, like, oh, you know, I'm a mover. I'm a shaker. I'm connected. Truth and lies. And um, Maria became part of their staff and then also one of their victims. And eventually she was shipped off to this house in Ohio that was on Les's property, but it was Epstein's house. And that turned into its own thing. Anyway, the story, whenever a young woman comes into Epstein's life, it ends badly. I mean, every single time. Um, And that is where we're going to pick it up after we squeeze in this break. Much more on Jeffrey Epstein and his dark, dark criminal side uh, right after this break when we rejoin author and journalist Barry Levine. Don't go away.
4: Attention. If you owe the IRS, this is an important announcement. COVID relief is over and the IRS is ramping up like never before, sending out millions of collection letters to start 2024. Do you owe $10,000 or more or have unfiled returns? Now is the time to act. The IRS can garnish your wages, seize your property, and they can even take your home or your business. Don't let the IRS take advantage of you. It's time to call Tax Network USA. Their team of experienced tax lawyers has already saved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. They know how to negotiate with the IRS and can help you, too. Visit TNUSA.com or call 1-800-245-6000. Again, that's 1-800-245-6000. Don't wait until it's too late. Take control of your tax situation today with Tax Network USA. 1-800-245-6000.
0: Call now. It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares, with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and end- Engine repairs and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com slash carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today.
2: Do you know the year that uh, those two met, uh, Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell?
3: Yes, Megan. They um, actually came together in New York in 1991. Um, However, we do know that several months before, um, Ghislaine had actually flown on um, uh, one of Jeffrey Epstein's planes. So there was a relationship earlier um, before her father's death uh, in which she was introduced to Jeffrey.
2: One of the questions I have is, how did it start? When did it start? Because I know now we're claiming that Ghislaine Gal- Maxwell was almost like a, a pimp for him. She went out and got all these girls for yeah. him. Before there was Ghislaine, was there another person in that role? And as far as back as we can tell, when did this start for him, this obsession, like thrice daily, quote, massages that we now know almost always turned into sexual abuse?
3: Yeah. The only other, quote unquote, true girlfriend that Jeffrey had besides Ghislaine, and there's still questions over what the actual extent of the relationship was between Ghislaine and and Jeffrey. But before uh, Ghislaine came in the picture, uh, Jeffrey had been involved with a woman named uh, Ava um, Andresen, uh, who uh, was a Miss Sweden. Um, He had met her in New York. Uh, and they um, uh, dated um, on and off um, upwards of um, uh, 10 years uh, in the 1980s. Uh, in Jeffrey's official biography that he put together at the time of the uh, Florida case in 2005, um, uh, I, I just love to read a few lines from this. He said that after And this is written in the third person. After Ava and Jeffrey decided to put their relationship on a platonic basis, Jeffrey entered into another significant relationship with Ghislaine Maxwell, then 29, beginning in 1991. Um, And Jeffrey writes in this biography, Ghislaine came to New York at a very dark time in her life. Her father had been found dead, uh, floating in the Atlantic Ocean, having gone overboard on his yacht. Jeffrey writes that Delaine met Jeffrey through mutual friends. She found the friendship immediately rewarding. And he, as he engaged her in intellectually stimulating conversation. Uh, and Jeffrey writes that, um, um, <clears throat> um, moreover, uh, he uh, attempted to keep her from becoming despondent. Uh, he gave her books to read, scientific studies, novels uh, challenges to her mind. Uh, Jeffrey writes that he, uh, took her to comedy clubs on a weekly basis, um, to, um, alleviate her, um, um, growing depression and so forth. Uh, and Jeffrey writes that without his help, she would have fallen into a, a deep depression. Uh, Jeffrey also writes that he gave her a loan to get her, uh, a financial foothold in the business world and so forth. Um, and and, uh, and and so on um, so Ghislaine who was 29 years old came into Jeffrey's life in 1991 uh, there had been an incident that occurred through a, a civil lawsuit an incident that occurred in the mid 1980s um, down south where Jeffrey was on vacation and this Jane Doe alleges that she was um um uh Fourteen years old or so, and that uh, she was the daughter of the um, um, woman who was um, 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 running this um, uh, hotel or uh, um, uh, house where Jeffrey was staying, and that she had been uh, um, sexually attacked by Jeffrey. Uh, However, she had she did not report it to her mother out of fear and so forth. Mm. So we have a Uh, In the timeline, we have this one incident in the mid 80s uh, that that uh, 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 had been written about in in a civil lawsuit involving what might have been um, Jeffrey's uh, first um, um, sexual attack. on. He was born
2: in 53. um, Just so just right. He was born in 53.
3: Yes, that's correct. Yes. Yes, So mid
2: 80s, he was he
3: was 30s. he, he was in his thirties. Yes. Uh, previous to that, uh, I report in my book that there had been a, a stalking incident um, uh, over a girl that he was obsessed with in high school. Um, uh, he had followed them to a, a movie theater and so forth. Her, her boyfriend at the time threatened to beat Jeffrey up and so forth. Uh, he was fixated on this one one girl, um, and uh, but then again. Um, he became a teacher at the at the Dalton School, where students found it very strange that Jeffrey, and he was um, 21 years old at the time, would show up at uh, student parties. He was the only teacher who would show up at student parties, and he was um, um, spent a lot of time around the female students. So we moved forward to um, Ghislaine, and it was... Uh, three years into their relationship together, um, um, in 1994 when, um, based on the, on the timeline that, that I put together where they, as a, as a team, um, attempted to recruit, um, their, uh, call, call her, um, their first victim. And she, uh, in fact was, um, uh, minor victim number one, who has uh, testified in, you know, in the trial Jing. when they uh, approached her at a, um music camp in michigan yeah. where that Jeffrey was crazy no we've mark. talked
2: about this on the show so she's testified in the galane maxwell t- uh, trial that she was at summer camp as a 14 year old i mean she's a middle yeah. schooler and these two come walking along in michigan galane with her little dog and approach her and start chatting her up and they bond and lo and behold they're all from palm beach originally and have homes there and that's where this young girl jane actually lived And they followed up and that, you know, it was the old, I can make you a star. I know everyone in the industry. I could be of great help to you, but you have to learn how to behave. And one thing led to another, according to Jane, and he started molesting her. However, the cross-examination is saying, uh, you know, of of Ghislaine's lawyers is pointing out, You never raised that claim until there was a Jeffrey Epstein defense fund. I mean, you know, fund for potential victims. You um, didn't make any of these allegations while he was still alive. You your story has changed over time about what Ghislaine may or may not have done. You never it's just so hard when that much time goes by to try to hang a criminal case against. it. I'm not saying Jane is making any of this up. In fact, there's every reason to believe he did it because he spent a lifetime doing it. Just saying. It's almost impossible to prove criminally when it's what, you know, 30 years ago, almost it's like, that's one of the challenges. And and that's actually one of my bigger, bigger questions for you is even in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, all four of the victims who have come forward are from years ago, years and years yeah. ago. So where did he stop doing it? In the same way, I, I'm wondering, when did he start? Right. Yeah. When did he stop? Because. We have not seen or heard from victims, as far as I know, in the in like the last decade of Jeffrey's life.
3: Yeah. Well, I I just want to go back on on Jane quickly. And I I did devote a lot of time in my book because to me, that um, um, incident in 1994 in Michigan, to me, that was the point when um, Ghislaine lost her moral compass, if she ever if she ever had one. This to me was the turning point of when she went to the dark side. Three years into her relationship with Jeffrey, you know, a, a normal individual, if they found out that their boyfriend um, was obsessed with young girls, would have, despite giving her money and finances and so forth, would have run in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. This, this, this point, this was the point when Elaine made a determination on her own that she was going to go down this this dark road with Jeffrey. So I I, I, I do find that um, um, incident uh, instrumental in how she became his partner in crime. I, I call them in my book, The Predatory Bonnie and Clyde. She presented this cover that Jeffrey never had previously, where she was a big sister figure, where, where she was able to present herself to the mothers of these girls saying, uh, we we're interested in mentorship of 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 your daughter. We're going to take care of her. We're going to send her to college. We're going to make sure she gets to go to music school and things like that. Uh, she was the perfect foil for Jeffrey in this, you know, road that they were going to embark on. Uh, and and she, Jeffrey and she told many
2: people mom, that she was his wife. So if you're a young mom of a daughter who's trying to make it in modeling, she yes. would tell people that she worked for Les Wexner and he yes, would tell people that he was like a casting agent for Victoria's Secret. And yes. they're telling some of these young girls that they're married. So these girls are thinking they're safe and they were anything. Right. But just before we get get a break in, but I, I just want to spend one minute on Ghislaine's background, because. Unlike Jeffrey, she did come from a lot of money. Her dad was he reminded me in reading the descriptions in some ways of Rupert Murdoch, a medium mogul during his lifetime. Very well respected, very powerful, very colorful, very strong, kind of scary. Uh, She was the apple of his eye, the youngest of like nine children. I can't remember. Lots of children that he named his yacht, the Lady Ghislaine, after her. And um, then he died suddenly and weirdly while at sea on the yacht in like calm waters. And there was a real question about what what really went down there. Was he a spy? Did he work for the Mossad? Was she a spy? Was Jeffrey a spy? I mean, I've heard it all asked. Um, But she had the proper breeding. She went to Oxford. She had all the connections. And that's another way in which she became the perfect Bonnie to Epstein's Clyde
3: yes that that is absolutely correct. She was able to legitimize their relationship in the pursuit and the grooming of these of these young women, and without her uh i I, I wrote that there's no way that the extent of of the sex trafficking could have gone. Uh, as as far-reaching as it did with, with 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 hundreds of of young women, if Ghislaine had not been involved in his in, you know in his life, that and there are true. darker conspiracies beyond that that uh, you know that are connected to you know Jeffrey always fancied himself as as something of a spy as a, as a man of mystery. He would tell girls that he would he would say you know I'm a You know, I'm a spy, and so forth. He he enjoyed that time when he was an arms dealer, you know, flying overseas and having meetings on yachts and things like that. And uh, we we do know that there are connections between Jeffrey and Israel and uh, links to the Mossad. And Robert Maxwell, Elaine's father, uh, also fancied himself as a spy. He called himself James Bond. He uh, had ties, uh, direct ties, to the Mossad. He was not an agent, but they viewed him as an asset, according to uh, investigators, one of my investigators who um, um, uh, dug uh, deeply in, in, in Israel on this and so forth. So there's also a thought that Robert Maxwell had set it up, that if something happened to him, uh, Ghislaine would go into the arms of Jeffrey Epstein in America, and that he would take care of her financially. Uh, and so there, there, there is a darker a story about this whether or not the two of them were were set to go together as part of this oh, I've never uh, heard that tra- trade craft uh, um, um, honeypot um, operation to um, um, blackmail uh, wealthy and powerful individuals um, that is uh, out there and you know we we may never know the extent of that because Jeffrey of course is dead and and Ghislaine is 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 not going to talk and and so we'll never truly know uh, the extent of that and of course the intelligence uh, community in Israel has uh, buttoned up Um, uh, but uh, there's no question that there that it was more than just coincidence that brought them together. Oh, uh, and as Jeffrey writes in his biography, that he was this helping hand to get her out of her depression and so forth. I don't believe that for a second. I do believe that there was uh, uh, much more there in terms of how uh, as quickly after her father's death that she ended up with, uh, with Jeffrey.
2: That is intriguing and a good point. At which to pause, squeeze in a break, and then we'll pick it up with their scheme on the other side of this much more ahead on the disturbing story of Jeffrey Epstein, his life, his death. And do we think he killed himself or was there plenty of reason to have him killed? Stay with us. And remember, you can find The Megyn Kelly Show live on Sirius XM Triumph Channel 111 every weekday at noon east and the full video show and clips by subscribing to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Megyn Kelly. If you prefer an audio podcast, you can have that too. Subscribe and download for free on Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. There you will find our full archives, more than 220 shows now.
0: assistance. Help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com carlson and save 20% today.
2: One of the questions I had before I knew much about the case was, why didn't anybody go to the police? Why didn't any of these young girls go tell their moms, go to the cops? The older girls, you know, once they hit their 20s, realize what was going on, go to the cops. And what I've since learned, and you can fill it in, is they did. Some did. And it was ridiculously hard to get anyone's attention for far too many years. And this goes back prior to his 2008 arrest um, yes. and like the diminished charges there. So I'm talking about like there were women who stood up and tried to call the cops and get them involved, but no action was ever taken.
3: Uh, that, that, that's correct, Megan. I mean, the um, um, Maria Farmer case, for instance, the the incident uh, in which she was held um uh, against her will at, uh, on Les Wexner's property, uh, in Ohio, uh, after that incident, uh, and the incident involving her sister, Annie, um, she went to the, um, um, NYPD. Uh, she contacted the FBI. Um, it went absolutely nowhere. Um, Uh, it wasn't until 10 years later uh, during the uh, Ford investigation that began in 2005 that the FBI circled back and uh, contacted uh, uh, Maria Farmer again. There was a woman, um, um, Jeffrey had uh, attacked a woman at a hotel in Santa Monica, California, passing himself off as a Victoria's Secret model. Uh, She went to the, I've looked at the police reports. She went to the police in Santa Monica yes. after she was attacked by Jeffrey. In a I,
2: I hotel heard her testimonial. There. Yeah, he said he was a scout. And these women who want to get in the Victoria's Secret catalog, they know yeah. that they may have to you know, strip down to a bikini or a, even a bra and underwear. But he, of course, took it further than that and then wanted to lay hands on women and then did sexually assault this woman, in, in which she has now said. And she went to the cops and they did nothing. So the question yeah. is, with all that doing nothing over the years like why was it just like these are prostitutes was it one of those things was it because he was connected and these women weren't prostitutes I want to make that clear but it was it was that the attitude of the police is what I'm asking
3: well the police didn't uh again these isolated incidents that took place in Ohio and then in in, in California they went absolutely nowhere it wasn't on, on, until um a um uh um, a kid at uh, Royal Palm High School in 2005 was uh, found by a family member with uh, a couple hundred dollar bills in her pocket. And they forced that girl to, to say where the money came from. And it came from this uh, uh, rich guy on Palm Beach who was, who was uh, paying you know young girls for um, massages and so forth. And that's when the Palm Beach police uh, first began their in- investigation uh, when this information came to them around 2004. Um, for the most part, Jeffrey and uh, Galen uh, operated um, uh, from 1994 to uh, 2004 uh, with, you know, building this, uh, 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 just this horrific uh life of, of of sexual abuse of of these uh of these of these girls the problem was is that these girls were young. a lot of them were um there were a couple like the, like the the first victim Jane, who testified, who uh, ended up becoming an actress and so forth, uh, and had a, a music career ahead of her and so forth. But for the most part, they targeted girls from the other side of the tracks in West Palm Beach. Uh, Maria Farmer talks about um, uh, repeated uh, threats that had been made um, in the years uh, since, uh, you know, against her. They would turn on these girls uh, if they thought that uh, these girls wouldn't, you know, c- continue uh, as part of this um, um, pyramid uh, sex trafficking uh, operation. Well, that's that right. They so it was
2: a pyramid scheme in a way because what they did, and by the way, I should say, we didn't get to this, but in early in Jeffrey's career in the 1980s, he was accused of being part of a Ponzi scheme while at this one investment firm. He was accused of being the mastermind of it. And in a way, that's what he was running with the girls, because yes. what he's accused of doing is you would get a young girl in and, and the women have now and now they're women and they, they'll, they'll explain how it worked. They would call you in. Okay, he wants a massage. You're going to get 300 bucks. You know, it's like a 15 year old girl. She's like, okay, fine. I don't know how to massage. Ghislaine will show you. Don't worry. It's nothing. They would go in there and massaging him. And then before you know it, he had his clothes off and he's asking for oral sex or he's just he's or, you know, doing any one of a number of things to them. Ghislaine was allegedly in on the actual sexual behavior and with a number of these girls. And then he would turn to this, this girl or she would and would say, now go get me another girl. And for every girl you bring in, you get yes. another 200 and so on. I mean, it really was like a, like a sex pyramid scheme, a sexual yes. abuse pyramid scheme.
3: And, yes. And in, in, in fact, um, um, one of the girls now, now an adult named uh, Haley Robson, uh, was uh, kind of the linchpin in the, um, Palm Beach police investigation in 2005. The police uh, put surveillance on her. Uh, Haley had told me that, uh, you know, she was a uh, young girl there, um, had been brought in for a massage, Came had a terrible life before then, had been uh, uh, raped by, uh, at, 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 you know, at, at a party. Um, it was, came from a very dark place and ended up at Jeffrey Epstein's house. Uh, she wouldn't... Um, um, Go through with the massage however uh, against she said her better judgment she went and brought 35 girls uh, that she knew in the local community there um, to um, um, come to Jeffrey Epstein's house every time she would bring a girl she would receive two hundred dollars um, she has to live now with this for the rest of her life that she you know brought these brought these girls in. But the police put surveillance on her and then uh, threatened to um, charge her. her, In fact, her father was a a local police officer there. And the toughest thing she said was having to tell her dad that she had been caught in in the middle of this. Um, The Palm Beach police uh, detectives had the prosecution been done properly. They could have sent Jeffrey Epstein away. I mean, they had the goods on him. This was 2008, 2005. The the memories of the girls, these incidents had just happened um, in the past couple of years. All the information was was fresh. They had evidence. Jeffrey buying um, um, uh, slave uh, uh, servitude uh, books uh, through Amazon. They had the case now. And as we know, um, the Florida case uh, fell apart uh, because it was—it um, ended up uh, being put in the hands of the um, um, local uh, uh, Florida attorney there. The police chief was furious uh, that he that this that um, uh, this guy ended up uh, convening a grand jury, a very rare instance. They are only bringing two uh, victims forward in the grand grand jury. The police chief said, "This is th- this is awful. This man has to go away to jail. Uh, he's abusing these girls." Police chief went to the FBI. The FBI uh, began an investigation, a more wide ranging investigation of not only what was going on in Florida, but also what was going on in New York at the time. And they were compiling a very, very strong case. And then as we know, uh, it ended up in the hands of Alex uh, Acosta, uh, at that time, um, in charge of the Southern uh, district, uh, in charge of the, uh, um, um, uh, Southern, uh, Florida uh, district and this is the Epstein federal given, prosecutor,
2: the the U.S. attorney uh, at the federal level, yes. uh, who that he would oversee the FBI's investigation. Oh. He's the one who'd have to bring charges. Yeah, so they brought it to him. Go ahead. And
3: uh, it, it was a um, uh, he was a Harvard man. Uh, um, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, main uh, lead attorney, uh, Alan Dershowitz, of course, was a Harvard man. Uh, experts say today that. Uh, uh, You know that some type of uh, um, you know deal was struck. Jeffrey uh, ended up um, um, being charged with uh, two counts of, of prostitution.
2: He did just just to stop you for a second. So what happened was, as I understand it, Alex Acosta and for our listening audience, this is the guy who Trump would later later nominate as secretary of labor. And he had to bail because this became such a big deal. The thing was outed. Yeah. So he but and it was all because of this moment we're talking about. So Acosta, rather than saying. What do you mean the Florida case? They're going to charge him with with it was some B.S. It's like a solicitation of prostitution of a minor was basically the, the yes. deal. solicitation of prostitution of a minor. OK, a minor cannot be a prostitute. If a minor is being prostituted, she's being trafficked and it's rape. Yes. What's happening to her? So yes. that's one of the indignities for these victims. Um, but it's only one count. It's a slap in the wrist. Yes, he would have to register as a sex offender, but it's like it's nothing compared to what they could have done. So you think the feds are going to swoop in and say, well, that that's bullshit. We're not going to allow that. It was exactly the opposite. He cuts a deal to say, why don't we just let it be a state matter? The state is only about to slap him on the wrist. We can just defer to the state and they'll wrap it up nice and tidy down there in Florida. And Dershowitz, who is a friend of mine and who I really admire, I have to tell you, maybe you know something different, Barry, but I don't blame Mm -hmm. him for this because defense attorneys jobs are and what it is, that's what his job was. It, and, it was Acosta who was supposed to be representing us and the girls.
3: He he got listen. Alan Dershowitz did did his job. Uh, Alan Dershowitz got Jeffrey Epstein off. I mean it was it was a dream team. Jeffrey Epstein spent a lot of money. He compi- he he brought together a, a group of uh, high profile lawyers that we had not seen since um, um, you know that we, o. J. we, we would see oh, o. J. Simpson, uh, yes. the OJ Simpson case uh th- there's no question but Acosta also added uh, a veiled reference that uh there was a higher authority involving Jeffrey Epstein that he might have been a part of intelligence that it was above Acosta's head, and so you had this you know slap on the wrist uh n p a non prosecution agreement uh Epstein ended up serving uh, fourteen uh, months um uh most of it on work release so he was, oh, was able to joke. fly to his house. In the Virgin Islands, he was able to uh, fly to New York. He had a, uh, um, um, uh, an ankle uh, uh, monitoring bracelet, wow. and he had sexual relations with, with the young girl we know from uh, uh, a private investigator's report oh during Lord. this period of time. Uh, it was a joke. It was a joke. To he he note, was apparently is that-
2: 16 hours a day during his incarceration. He yeah. was out of the jail and it wasn't even the real jail. It was some, something called the stockade yeah. down in Palm Beach. But wait a minute. That's that's you know, you, you mentioned, okay, so why, why did they give him, that's the big, that's the $64,000 question. question. What was the the real reason? I don't buy Acosta new Dershowitz from Harvard and they struck a deal. I don't buy that because it was bubbling up that there was more than just these victims. This was a massive, and and, and that's the question whether, because there's reporting that the young, there's the, U.S. attorney. That was Acosta. But there was a woman coupled down from him, an assistant U.S. attorney who was very angry about this being swept under the rug. She's never been allowed to talk. And I'm sure she knows what was going on. But there are too many people too close to that deal who haven't been allowed to talk, who haven't been able to tell us what they think Acosta was really doing or who was ordering. Like, why would they be so interested in protecting Jeffrey Epstein?
3: It's it's it, it. goes back to as I said the um, coupling of Jeffrey and Elaine, who um, um, may have been brought together by you know it, through intelligence. Uh, we, we do know that uh, Jeffrey Epstein um, gave gave up some information to the FBI uh, at the time of this. Uh, we, we believe it was dealing with financial matters on on Wall Street that it wasn't that he wasn't rat- ratting out any uh, men uh, as part of his trafficking uh, operation um, mm. but uh, th- th- there's so much more mystery to this and that's what's so frustrating to me about the about the trial itself involving
2: let me let me stand you by there because that's a whole other ball of wax which we will tackle right after this don't go away
4: attention If you owe the IRS, this is an important announcement. COVID relief is over and the IRS is ramping up like never before, sending out millions of collection letters to start 2024. Do you owe $10,000 or more or have unfiled returns? Now is the time to act. The IRS can garnish your wages, seize your property, and they can even take your home or your business. Don't let the IRS take advantage of you. It's time to call Tax Network USA. Their team of experienced tax lawyers has already saved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. They know how to negotiate with the IRS and can help you, too. Visit TNUSA.com or call 1-800-245-6000. Again, that's 1-800-245-6000. Don't wait until it's too late. Take control of your tax situation today with Tax Network USA. 1-800-245-6000. Call
0: now. That's carshield.com slash Carlson. Visit now.
2: Well, one of the problems with the deal he struck with uh, the prosecutors back, I thought it was 2008 that the deal was struck. Was it 2005?
3: No, no. It, the, the, the Palm Beach uh, detectives uh, investigation began in 2005. Okay, the okay, got it. Uh, deal came together in 2008.
2: So once that was struck, one of the two two most controversial, maybe not most, it's so so hard to pick what's most controversial, but a couple of the controversial things about it, in addition to what a slap on the wrist it was, were, number one, the feds are required, the the prosecutors are required to advise the victims before they enter into an agreement like this. And not only did they not advise the many victims that they were about to do it, they lied to them. They had to admit it later in court. They told the victims, oh, we'll let you know, it's precise. Seating, we're negotiating. And the deal had already been signed. So there was dishonesty within the U.S. attorney's office, which is extraordinary. And we still don't have a full accounting for it, for why and how it went down and who told you to do that. Very frustrating and very suspicious, very sus, as my daughter would say. Um, and uh, the other piece of it is, um, oh, that that Immunity was basically crafted for Jeffrey's co-conspirators. He specifically named four women in yes. the deal he struck saying you can't go after them. You can't charge them, which is like unheard of. right? It's so weird in a no. deal like this for the feds to agree to such a thing. And um, and then it, they broadened it. It broadened it. It was like these four people and any other co-conspirators. Others, yes. So this. That's a nightmare for the young women who are trying to go after him or see civil or criminal penalties against them. But weirdly, Barry, let's start with this. Do you know why Ghislaine Maxwell was not one of the four women specifically protected by name in that deal?
3: Well, she was assumed to be part of this uh, immunity deal for others. Jeffrey did not want her Named at the time, he wanted to protect her name by not attaching uh, her as the uh, as okay. one of the four. Uh, she was in the Called the potential co-conspirators, um, he uh, uh, told Ghislaine that she would not be um, um, named uh, as part of this, that she wouldn't have that attachment to the uh, Florida case. And in fact, uh, when she was um, initially um, Arrested. Um, her her lawyers were fighting back that hey you can't you can't do this because you know she was technically part of the um, uh, other um, given immunity as part of this broad uh, deal in two thousand eight so you know that the feds can't go after her however that of course uh, you know completely uh, fell apart as part of her prosecution uh, by the Southern District by Jeffrey Berman uh, uh, here in New York at the time. Um, but uh, she, she wasn't named because she did not want to be attached uh, and have that, uh, you know, in, in Google history her. as you know, as, okay. as being one okay. of the uh, co-conspirators.
2: Now, after he gets out of his BS, quote, jail term, uh, yeah. which is more than uh, nicer than how most people spend uh, any given year, um, there's a there's a celebratory party for him. This this is the night that we've seen a fair amount of reporting on at the 71st Street mansion in New York. He goes up to New York and it's like a who's who of American media, uh, Hollywood. It just to me shows you how disgusting and chummy my industry is media with, um, you know, the Hollywood crowd, the it crowd. They think whatever what they think is the it crowd on, on Wall Street and rubbing the elbows because they knew he just got out of jail for solicitation of sex or prostitution with a minor. He was a registered sex offender at that point. And you got, well, why don't you tell us who was there? And just fine was celebrating that night with Jeffrey Epstein.
3: Well, there were there were many uh celebrities I, re- I recall that uh, I believe Katie Cork might have been. Yep.
2: Might have been. There. Stephanopoulos, um, Charlie Rose.
3: Charlie Rose, uh uh uh, uh, Stephanopoulos uh, was there. I mean, it was a it was a, Chelsea you know, Handler.
2: A, oh, and a, also Woody Allen.
3: Uh, what a shock! Well, Woody, I uh, have a picture in my book of Woody and Soon Yi walking, you know, with with Jeffrey outside of their outside of Jeffrey's house. I mean, they, they were of course pals.
2: Oh, of course, Je- would, Je- of, Woody was Jeffrey's hero. W- wonder why? Uh, but Jeffrey,
3: you know, he ha- he hired a publicist in New York as yeah, as you do, and he he attempted to basically pass off what happened in Florida as nothing. There's a, I have a direct quote from him where he said, he said, I am not a sexual predator. I'm an offender. It's the difference between a murderer and a person who steals a bagel. That's how he explained what happened down in Florida to his high society media pals uh, who were invited uh, to New York. And he later, um, uh, you know, he, he 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 basically put off... In an off-the-record conversation with, with uh, the New York uh, r- uh, reporter uh, George Rush for the Daily News, uh, Rush has, has since put it on record after Jeffrey Epstein's death. Jeffrey passed off what had happened to him in Florida. Uh, he, he said these, these girls were, uh, quote, like experienced sex workers. Um, he said uh, the statutory aspect of his prosecution was unfair. Uh, because he said, if I had done the same thing in a different state, there'd be no cause to arrest him. Uh, Jeffrey was making excuses about his um, um, his his dark side right up until the time he uh, 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 ended up behind bars, uh, where he was. Where I quote uh, him telling a, an inmate, a uh, um, one of the uh, um, in 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 jail companions. By, by basically saying, hey, listen, it wasn't a big deal. Uh, these these girls were 15 and 16, 17. It wasn't like they were five or six. Jeffrey was always trying to justify uh, his actions, but it bothered him, It bothered him deep down. And he told um, he told one publicist, he said, you know, he said, I don't want to go to my I don't want my obituary to read uh, in the first paragraph uh, that uh, that I was a billionaire pervert. Um so, uh, you know, he, he would he, he would he would tell people what he was doing was 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 nothing. But at the same time, I do think he was, you know, greatly concerned about his his reputation. Well, me- very,
2: meanwhile, yeah. the, the people who are behind the scenes say that and the women, the accusers say, are saying they heard him firsthand tell them, you know, he, the women who became his recruiters, um, the younger, the better, the younger, yeah. the better. Oh, yeah. he Wanted. It, even prepubescent girls, though I haven't seen any of them come forward. Fourteen is the youngest I've heard directly.
3: Right. I mean, Haley Robson, who I who uh, wrote um, uh, for me because she was a, been a journalism student. I wanted to give her the opportunity to write something at the end of my book. I mean, she wrote that Jeffrey specifically told her the younger, the better. Uh, that's where that uh, that quote came from. That mm-hmm. came from uh, Haley.
2: Well, can, um, so, But can I just round back, though, Barry, because that leads me to yeah. when did he stop? Like, why does the trail seem to go cold later in his life?
3: Well, he, after Florida, after the 2008 case, uh, at that time, uh, first of all, Ghislaine made the decision to um, um, end things with him. Uh, After the Florida case, um, she had been advised, listen, you know, you need to leave Jeffrey behind. He attempted to um, recruit some girls directly uh, on his own he did not stop however it was it wasn't this feeding frenzy of girls that uh, Ghislaine, you know where where they recruit girls and mm. one girl would would bring another that that went by the wayside he was relying on um international contacts to bring girls over from soviet countries mm. uh from europe from brazil oh. Uh, He had a fixer uh, in Paris. Uh, You know, Jeffrey had an apartment in a swanky apartment in Paris. Uh, He would abuse girls there. Um, He tried to do it away from uh, US authorities. A lot of activities took place at his island in the uh, Little St. James in the Virgin Islands, where um, the um, district uh, um, attorney down there uh, um, has got an ongoing investigation and has uh, interviewed uh, uh, airport workers uh, who saw girls as young as 11 years old mm. uh, getting off of uh, private planes to be taken, uh, to be ferried over to Jeffrey's Island. So Jeffrey was bringing girls in uh, from overseas um, to continue um, his abuse at his uh, at his house in the Virgin Islands um, away from you know Florida and and for the most part away from. Uh, New York where authorities well, th- could see him. But these, This but- reminds
2: me of, let's just keep in mind what we now know, just to fill in some of those blanks. As you point out, yes, the island totally secluded. It was his island. Yep. So once you, he gets a girl down there, God only yep, knows. Um, and that w- the, the women who have worked for him have testified. He had those little pinhole cameras all over his facilities. Yes. He he was filming everything. Even in the bathroom, he had he was filming people. Yep. And when the U.S. Attorney's Office finally arrested him, for real, not the BS 2008 thing, but yes. the 2008 2019, right after they raided, arrested him on, on uh, at the airport, the private airport, um, they raided his home in Manhattan and they found this is according to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Manhattan, revealing some of the objects they found, a uh, couple of examples, hundreds of nude photos of Girls and young women, CDs labeled miscellaneous nudes, one girl picks nude or individual names of girls, notes and messages that allegedly back up new sex trafficking charges against him, a massage table, sex toys. A lot of the staffers talk about the sex toys all over the place, everywhere. The massage tables, lubricant. A safe containing cash and diamonds and an expired passport with Epstein's picture and a fake name issued in the early 1980s in a foreign country uh, listing Saudi Arabia as his country of residence. Sure, that's what everyone's safe looks like. It's like straight out of a novel of what a bad guy would be storing inside of his safe. So, okay, they're all over the place. Can I just stop on this? One one of the people, and it wasn't just Stephanopoulos and Woody Allen. By the way, Stephanopoulos has said he he regrets going to that yeah. party. Yeah, they, um,
3: they all do. They all say um, on the record that they naturally. regret having been brought there, and they you know so forth.
2: Naturally, but you know what? Do your homework. He was a convicted felon, convicted yeah. of hurting little girls, sex offender. Uh, secondly one of the people who had no problem with his imprisonment and those charges was Prince Andrew. You hear so much about this today. Uh, he's, he's one of the ones still on the hot seat and yeah. he did. He went and visited Jeffrey Epstein at the New York mansion after Epstein got out of prison in the 2008 thing, jail and is accused of a woman whose name we should spend some time on. And that's Virginia yeah. Roberts, jufrey yeah. Virginia Roberts, when she was younger than that, then she got married. And, um, I'll tell you this. I want to I want to know your take on her, Barry. But I looked into her before I did a long interview with Alan Dershowitz. She's accused him, among others. She's accused a lot of guys, a lot. And um, I don't doubt her for a minute with respect to the Epstein story. I believe Epstein did abuse her and did probably traffic her as alleged. However, Now, I don't believe her with respect to all the men she accuses. And Alan happens to be one of them, not just because I'm friendly with the guy. I took a hard look at it. And this is I was going to do a long interview with him. And I was going to if if it went the wrong way for him, it wasn't going to be a pleasant interview. But. I saw the number of inconsistencies in the story she was telling about him. I saw a reporter egging her on to name him because he was famous and it would get more attention, even though she hadn't named him yet and hadn't and hadn't even remembered him. And and many other pieces of evidence that led me to believe Virginia, I do believe, is a victim, but I do not believe she was a victim of Alan Dershowitz, among many other pieces of evidence. However, She's important because, among other guys, she's pointing the finger at Prince Andrew in a litigation that's heating up right now. He's been forced to answer it. He could be forced to testify. He's in potentially some trouble. So tell us what we know about Virginia Roberts, her credibility and those claims.
3: Well, listen, I mean, there's no question that, uh, um, you know, we've conducted interviews with uh, 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 family members. Her, Her father was a maintenance man at Mar-a-Lago uh Ghislaine Maxwell recruited her uh right out of Mar- Mar-a-Lago uh, when she was uh, uh, she had remembered that she was 15 at the time um it turns out she was um, uh 16 at the time um th- 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 the fact is she was recruited into their world uh she traveled with them um she's listed on the flight manifests uh, many many dozens and dozens of trips I mean they they you know, went, went around the world and so forth. Uh, there's no question that she was, you know, abused. Uh, she was the first, um, uh, victim to come forward and, um, make the allegation that she was trafficked out to, uh, um, a, uh, Prince Andrew. you know, at least a half dozen, um, uh, rich and powerful friends. Of, and this is this is uh, the one just to yeah, pause you
2: there. This is the one that Amy Roebeck was complaining about. in that now infamous tape um, on ABC, the satellite yeah. feed was going out when she was ripping on her staff and, and her, her superiors, I yeah. should say, for not. She's like, I had this whole story. I had Virginia Roberts. I had it all. And they wouldn't yeah. let me air it. Um, th- that was all about Virginia. Sorry. Go ahead. That's
3: correct. Now, I, I was going to say on, on, on Virginia, there's no question she has tremendous credibility. It, d- directly related to Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. And she, um, if she was able to be um, examined by prosecution specifically on that, um, uh, because she fits into the, fits perfectly into the, you know, into that pattern. Uh, And and she, you know, horrendous, horrible stuff, horrific stuff happened to her. Uh, however, the prosecution made the decision um, not to um, um, bring her in as as one of the uh, minor victims, one through four, or
2: as, Maxwell as a
3: fifth, because of these, and you addressed it with with Dershowitz because of these credibility issues. And they were very fearful of um, um, you know, while well, she could certainly testify to the grooming and the abuse. Uh, The prosecution was fearful that um, um, Ghislaine's defense would take it in a completely other direction, muddy it with um, the uh, uh, discrepancies, um, you know, in her story and some of the allegations involving these other men. And it would become very complicated, very muddy, and it would take away from the um, direct testimonies of the four um, accusers that they decided uh, that they thought were relatively, as best as they could determine, airtight cases to present in a very clean-cut fashion to the to the jury. Uh, so Virginia, who is, you know, th- th- without question, the most famous accuser because of her accusations against Prince Andrew uh, and others, is not um, testifying. She's off in Australia. Uh, she has not been... Um, She's, you know, she's not been coming forward uh, as as part of the as part of the case. It is troubling, however, because she has been referenced in the case and the jurors may be asking, well, why are we not going to hear from her? But the reason why they're not hearing from her is because of the um, um, discrepancies uh, over the course of the years. I mean, th- th- there's been other discrepancies with some of these accusers. You, yeah. you're, you're talking about asking these girls who made some initial comments, some of them to law enforcement, uh, many of them in, in, in various civil depositions and so forth. Uh, you know, they're remembering things that happened to them, traumatic events that happened to them when they were 14 and 15 years old. There's no question that, that there would be inconsistencies. Because they're now um, in, in their 40s their testimony. Yeah. Um, but, but the, um, uh, prosecution decided that Virginia was, um, too much of a risk, uh, and it would take the, um, it could take the trial in, in a different direction. Yeah, so they've However, that was a smart move. she is continuing now to pursue Prince Andrew. And that, uh, is, is, uh, moving forward, uh, here in New York. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think with Prince Andrew, we have the the photograph of the two of them together, taken yeah. at, that Jeffrey Epstein took a photo of of uh, Prince Andrew and uh, Virginia together with Ghislaine in the in, in the background at Elaine's house in, uh, in in London. I mean, there is some tremendous evidence and and proof of that. Uh, um, relationship and he and
2: says he Poon- doesn't remember ever meeting her that Poonch Andrew and he has done that.
3: everything he can to uh, put his foot in his mouth yes. in interviews he's done overseas and so forth he comes across as an absolutely terrible uh, witness
2: yes so This is why he got booted from royal duties, because he made the mistake of giving an interview. That was an absolute disaster. And before you knew it, he lost his royal duties. Um, But he does, for the record, deny her allegations he doesn't remember her. Her side's pointing out when he got sued by her. uh, His response didn't seem all that surprised. He texted, I think, Ghislaine or or Jeffrey saying uh, we need to talk about Virginia Roberts. It didn't sound, you know, it could have been just the name of this woman who mysteriously sued me or it could be the way he said it made one believe he he knew and he wanted to have a conversation about her. We'll see. That'll play out. But she does have credibility issues, as do a lot of accusers. And, you know, right. it's but, but hard but just to, to pick up. Um, I mean, but I, I was saying I, to, to your point she, earlier that, that they picked women who did have certain issues. They were very clever um, in their general approach. Now, he went through hundreds of women, so he wasn't that clever with everybody, but certainly with the ones that he made his cons in, you know, concubines or whatever you want to call someone like Virginia Roberts, his victim, um, they're going to have some issues. And that's not to excuse the inconsistencies. It's just one of the challenges prosecutors are up against. I'll give you the last word before I get to break.
3: No, I, I Virginia, I mean, I view her and all the accusers who have come forward as, as, as courageous women um, and and they had their childhoods taken away. They had they have suffered uh, like uh, you know, I, I have a teenage daughter. I, I I can't think about what they what they went through at the hands of uh, Ghislaine and and Jeffrey Epstein. So yeah. she's courageous along with with all of these other.
2: Uh, well, think about uh, it. I mean, it's hard it's hard to go up against anybody and make this kind of an accusation. And it, yeah. you're talking about somebody who's who hangs out with former presidents and princes yeah. and heads of industry and universities. Good God, you can understand why they were like this. Is not uh, it's not worth it. And then the women who came before me, by the way. We're either ignored by the police or diminished by the FBI or lied to by the feds. Okay, next we got to get to Jeffrey Epstein's um, famous friends, including Trump and his mysterious death. Don't go away.
0: It's another morning and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late assistance. Help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com carlson and save 20% today.
2: Before we finish off with uh, the royals, Virginia has alleged that in that picture where she looks very young, he's got his arm around her at Ghislaine's house in London. She said that night she, um, she, uh, let me get it in front of me. He asked her how old she was. She said, "How how old do I look? He guessed 17. She said he later would grope me, touch my breasts, my behind, licked my toes, the arches of my feet. I mean, these are specific details, made love to me without a condom and that the next day Jeffrey Epstein paid me $10,000. She alleges she was, quote, forced to have sex with Prince Andrew many times in London, New York and the Virgin Islands, I think are the places. She says he knew I was a minor um, and he says he had zero recollection of ever meeting her and that the photo may be fake. Um, Epstein, I've read two different things about him. And the royals. I've read that he was actually invited to a party. It was Prince Andrew's fortieth and and Prince Charles's fiftieth and Prince William's eighteenth birthday, and that even the Queen and Prince Philip may have been there, and that Jeffrey mm-hmm. and Ghislaine were invited. And then there was a separate party for Princess Beatrice, that's Andrew's daughter, yes. her eighteenth birthday. That he had. I mean, is it did Jeffrey Epstein party with the Queen?
3: We have never seen any actual photos of the of the two of them together. And in fact, at the uh, at the trial, uh, prosecution released uh, uh, an image of the two of them at the Queen's uh, personal um, uh, cabin at uh, Balmoral. Uh, this shows you how uh, what incredible access uh, th- th- they had to uh, literally being um, uh, uh, in- inches away from. Uh, uh, from the queen. Um, Prince, uh, Prince Andrew, there's no question opened the, 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 doors to, uh, the Royal kingdom for, uh, uh, Jeffrey and, uh, um, uh, Ghislaine. There's a, there's an image of, uh, Ghislaine, one of her friends, Kevin Spacey sitting on, um, uh, um what had been, uh, I think the official like Royal throne, uh, for photo, uh, uh, opportunities and so forth. Um, it, it, Prince Andrew was in deep with with, with Jeffrey and 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 Ghislaine, and uh, uh, well, of course he regrets <laughs> that association now uh, because it's destroying his his life. He's having all as you pointed out, all his royal duties taken away from him. Um, But uh, again, he was collected by uh, Jeffrey uh, and and Jeffrey had the goods on him as Jeffrey has the goods or had the goods on uh, many other um, famous and powerful people. Well,
2: that's that's what people wonder, you know, did in elsewhere in that safe, because when they raided his uh, Florida place and they arrested him in 2008, he had clearly just disconnected hard drives before they got somebody clearly tipped him off and he he had moved and hidden hard drives. And then something similar happened when he was arrested in 2019. They had hard drives that they found or CDs, and then they left them there because they weren't within the scope of the search warrant to actually look at them. And then they were gone when they went back. So that's one of the big questions, like what was on those What was on them? Did we we see Prince Andrew with with a young girl? Did we see Bill Clinton, Donald Trump? I mean, these are these are some of the massive questions that loom over. Did Jeffrey Epstein really kill himself? Right. That's one of the the things. Um, So that's that's Prince Andrew. And who knows what we're going to learn if that trial goes forward. Um, Then there's. Bill Clinton, by the way, is it why? Why are there so many people who have been, you know, accused credibly of sexual misconduct, you know, from Charlie Rose to Woody Allen to Bill Clinton to um, Kevin Spacey to, you know, it's like there's a lot of questionable people that surround him.
3: I I mean, you know, I've in the book, the photo from um, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Beatrice's uh, party where Jeffrey and uh, Ghislaine uh have their arms around Harvey Weinstein the three of oh them are Lord. of are, course are, are, are all photographed together there i mean this was the circle of uh of friends that uh that that jeffrey had uh men uh with uh with, with similar dark uh uh, uh uh you know lifestyles
2: mm. well you talk in the book about i mean bill clinton was on jeffrey's lolita express which was the nickname for his aircraft um at least four times overseas to africa a couple of times now i will say uh it was epstein's quote personal massage therapist on on board with them who she said i heard her say in an interview nothing untoward happened when bill clinton was on those flights like i and and you know she is saying that untoward things happened with epstein elsewhere but she says not not when clinton was there so take it for what it's worth. Um, with respect to Donald Trump, you've done some reporting of your own about their relationship and some party at Mar-a-Lago. Can you inform us on yeah. that?
3: Well, my my book on Jeffrey Epstein came out of the previous book that I had written on uh, called All the President's Women, Donald Trump and the Making of a Predator. And it was through the development of those sources uh, in Florida that where i began to see this much deeper you know connection and and at the time when that book was being published uh it was um uh, right at the time of uh, uh after epstein had uh um, um died behind bars that the uh, uh my uh, book editor uh said you know you kind of go now focus on 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 jeffrey epstein so that kind of led le- led me to um, the, um, uh, the Epstein book. But, uh, as I point out in the book, Jeffrey Epstein said to a very, very close source, and I, I can't give up the the person's name, but in- incredibly connected to Jeffrey Epstein and extremely close. And Jeffrey Epstein said, if the public knew, uh, what I know about, uh, uh the Trumps and the, uh, and the Clintons, uh, there wouldn't be a, a 2016 election. Uh, wow. Jeffrey, Jeffrey claims he had the goods on on uh, both of those men. Of course, uh, um, Donald Trump, like Bill Clinton, denies uh, any wrongdoing. Uh, however, we you know, th- 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 there's a lot of material there showing um, Trump and uh, uh, um, particularly um, uh, Epstein partying together. They once attended a party at Mar-a-Lago, uh, just the two of them. Uh, Trump and Epstein with, um, uh, uh, I, th- I think it was more than a dozen.
2: Um, yeah, your uh, book says 28. Human.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> th- I mean, they were caught up in, um, I mean, there's deeper allegations that I th- that I put forward in both books about one uh, lawsuit uh, from a girl who claimed she was 13 uh, that uh, uh, was um, um, filed at, at the time of the in 2016, but then um, withdrawn. Uh, involving both Epstein and uh, Trump. Um, Of course, you know, there's been complete denials all around, but there's no question that there was a a true uh, friendship and uh, the two of them partying together. And they knew a lot of the same people. I mean, there was, you know, when Donald Trump had his modeling agency, um, you know, there were um, modeling agents and and heads of fashion companies and so forth uh, that Epstein uh we're all you know where the two of them were part of this much um um larger world involving uh young women i mean i i make several allegations in the in the trump book uh involving uh, trump and uh and younger women Um, Of course, Trump Trump
2: issued this statement saying, um, well, it was a comment, I think, to a magazine about his relationship with Epstein, saying that they they did know each other. Um, By by the way, I should mention that Clinton denies anything untoward. So does Trump. But uh, I want to get the I'm looking for the for the quote um, that Trump said specifically. Okay, here it is. Uh, Donald Trump in 2002 to New York Magazine. He's a terrific guy. Epstein's a terrific guy. It is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them are on the younger side. (laughs) That is so classic Trump. I mean, this is classic.
3: Donald Donald Trump has said since then that that, those words were manufactured for him, that they were created uh, for that uh, particular article that he uh, denies that, uh, that, you know, that, that he actually said that, but we do know of, a of a very close, uh, uh, friendship between the two of them, particularly in the early years. And, and Ghislaine and was- And this is before even oh his
2: 2008 arrest, I should, I should point out.
3: Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, and, and in fact, Jeffrey Epstein has told people, um, uh, it goes against the official Trump story, but Jeffrey Epstein claims that he introduced uh, Melania to, uh, Donald Trump.
2: Oh gosh. That's not something you want to put in a wedding toast. Um, So, okay. so now, finally, to their credit, I mean, I will say there was one girl, Courtney, who was recruited by him as she was a victim. And then she was made sort of a helper, you know, for lack of a better term, to go recruit other girls. She recruited a lot of them. And she was one of the ones really angry when that 2008 sweetheart deal was cut and she hadn't been consulted. And she was a woman on a mission from 2008 to 2019. She wasn't the only one to get some accountability and stayed on this case like a dog with a bone. Like, I just don't care. I'm just I will devote the rest of my life to getting some accountability from this guy. And that's really, you know, the women not just refusing to give this up is what finally led, I think, to the 2019 Arrest. It was a different climate, right? We had yes. Trump as president. The Me Too movement was, you know, underway or had already started at least, and it, it was a different climate in the country. So they, he did get arrested. He did he find a found a U.S. attorney who took this more seriously. Um, he gets arrested unexpectedly to him, which was, you know, important. Um, and the biggest decision then was, do we give him bail? And the women yeah. were hardcore against bail because they knew from experience how connected he was. That if he got out, he'd hide everything. He'd work every connection. He'd have it managed such that they were dead in the water again. And at that bail hearing, the judge did something extraordinary. He let some of the women who showed up just to see him get sentenced to, to jail while, while pending, they are hoping. He let them speak. Yeah. And those yeah. to this day are the only women who have gotten to confront him face yes. to face with what he did. It's incredibly dramatic and then good for them for finding the nerve to stand up and do it, because usually your lawyer would be like, don't say anything unless I'm there. We'll, do, we'll cross it You know, we'll do it in the civil case when we're suing yeah. for millions of dollars. But they did get up there and he did not get bail. And that was a big decision. He had to go, be remanded. And then there begins probably the biggest of. The mystery of them all, you know, so many. Where are the hard drives? You know, what? Why did the feds give him the sweetheart deal? Like, what was the motivation? And what what happened to him in that jail? The New York Times just did a FOIA request uh, to the jail trying to find out what happened. They were denied. They got their legal team involved. They won the access to the documents just this week. They reported that there were anomalies right upon check in. I don't know what you call booking, I guess. It's not check-in. It's not a hotel. Um, they said he was a black man. Um, they had a couple of other weird things about him. They said he wasn't a person who was a public figure. You know, he, he was, of course. Yeah. They put him in Gen Pop originally. That wasn't supposed to happen. Then they rectified it about a day later and put him in a cell. Then, then there was one attempted suicide, which I would like to ask you about, whether yeah. it really was and what kind of thing happened. And then... He was supposed to be kind of on suicide watch. He had, he had told all the doctors he wasn't suicidal. It's absurd. I have so much to live for. Why would I kill myself? Um, and then they, they, were, they were supposed to put a roommate in with him, a cellmate. Yeah. Again, I'm talking about like it's a dorm cellmate, and they didn't. And then those two guards that night, the cameras were off. They were supposed to be patrolling. They weren't. They, they found from the records that they had been searching the Internet for shopping and sports. Um, but there's just so much of a smell around the whole thing. And given the history you and I have been discussing for two hours, people have real questions. So your take on it.
3: Yeah. I, I just want to add that the because of the reporting done by the Miami Herald, uh, yes. going to the Acosta deal and so forth, that really uh, ignited um, public interest again in in basically pushing the feds into, I think, acting on, material that they've had in their files, all those years from the original uh, FBI investigation uh, that began, um, you know, in in the mid two thousands. Uh, but it was that Harold story that really, I think, uh, uh, in in the Me Too era really pushed them forward to, um, um, Jeffrey Berman's office here in in New York, the Southern district to really go after, uh, uh, Epstein. And I write in the book, how dramatic it was that they were fearful that, uh, um, when his plane was returning to Titobo, that he would have been um, passed on the information that leaked to him, and that he would pull Roman Polanski and uh, divert the plane um you know to another country and so forth, but he did land, and they were able to um
2: you know apprehend him and uh, uh, put him in handcuffs huge, huge, so when he went into the jail, do you believe how do you know how he allegedly attempted to Take his own life the first time.
3: Well, we 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 uh, part of the book. Uh, I, I was working with Philip uh, Messing, who had been uh, the uh, legendary uh, crime reporter for the New York Post uh, for um, uh, decades, and uh, Phil uh, and I worked together, and uh, we we spent uh, uh, you know a, a year investigating what went on behind bars. There, we had a lot of the information in the book uh, uh, long before the New York Times. Uh, sued uh, Bureau of Prisons for that uh, report. Uh, we interviewed uh, two of the uh, um, uh, Epstein's inmate companions, who spent were the only uh, real people who actually talked to him um, in the days leading up to his uh, his, his death. And uh, Epstein uh, r- reported in the book uh, that there were actually um, um, we believe two suicide attempts before um, he ended up taking his life. Uh, One was um, uh, only reported, uh, but the incompetency in that jail, the MCC, uh, there's a reason why that
2: jail has been shut down.
3: It's because it was just, you know, run horrifically, as as you pointed out. They put him in gen pop. He was surrounded by uh, um, uh, gang members. Uh, They were trying to shake him down. Um, uh, Epstein was, I can, I can tell you this and write about this extensively in the book. Uh, Epstein fell apart, uh, behind bars. Unlike Ghislaine Maxwell, who I actually think is, is made from tougher stock, who has been willing to, um uh, put up with, with, uh, the, 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 the many, many months she's been held awaiting trial. Uh, Epstein was a basket case. Uh, this was a guy who I said, uh, needed to have things he needed the temperature in his bedroom mm. set uh, one way uh, he needed it, all of these things and when he was behind bars he had no control over anything and he was also terrorized as he told these gentlemen uh that he was going to be bullied like he had been bullied as a boy back in Tony Island and uh, uh I do believe uh, based on the reporting we did uh that uh, despite um Crazy circumstances—the the guards that night falling asleep and so forth—I do believe that he took his took his life because for someone to enter that cell, it would have had to have been a massive conspiracy. Uh, there were safeguards in terms of the main door locks were controlled by the uh, central jail's um, uh, office uh, that had nothing to do with the uh, the guards who were um, um, in the shoe uh, that particular night. Um, To have placed someone in there to take his life uh, would have been an absolute massive uh, conspiracy. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, we don't know the uh, specifics of the secret suicide attempt uh, in which he was uh, then put behind Suicide Watch. We know in the in the in the second case that he had a um, uh, a cellmate. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein told two different stories Uh, He said he, uh, um, um, uh, you know, the the cellmate found him on the floor. Uh, uh, There were uh, marks on Jeffrey Epstein's neck and so forth. We don't know. You know, he was telling different people different accounts of of what was happening. Uh, What we do know is that he should have never, ever been left alone in the cell by himself. And the night he decided, if he did take his life, was the one night when the uh, other cellmate that he had had just been transferred out and another one was supposed to come uh, the next day. And so Jeffrey Epstein had this one specific window if he was going to uh, hang himself. And uh, uh, it appears, uh, you know, that's what he did because he wasn't going to live a life behind bars. He knew he was going to be convicted. uh, And he wasn't, as he's told, these indicated to these cellmates that this, was not the type of life that he would um, be able to live.
2: Could he have paid off the guards to, to look the other way?
3: Uh, you know, the, the guards have been through a, uh, a, a full investigation. There's been no indication that they uh, uh, received any uh, money. We, we, we do know that Jeffrey Epstein had paid off, um, had been extorted uh, um, uh, by some other uh, um, Guys, in, in, you know, in jail early on um, for uh, out of fear, out of safety, and so forth. But there's nothing concrete that shows that uh, uh, he had paid off uh, anyone, any officials in the jail.
2: Wow, leaving us all to wonder whether his many secrets died with him, or whether Ghislaine Maxwell uh, knows more than she's letting on. Uh, a little more on that when we come back right after this break. Do you owe back taxes? Pandemic relief is now over. Along with hiring thousands of new agents and field officers, the IRS has kicked off 2024 by sending over 5 million pay-up letters to those who have unfiled tax returns or balances owed. Oh, joy. Don't waive your rights and speak with them on your own. Tax Network USA, a trusted tax relief firm, has saved over $1 billion in back taxes for their clients and they can help you secure the best deal possible. Whether you owe $10,000 or $10 million, they can help you. Whether it's business or personal taxes, even if you have the means to pay or you're on a fixed income, they can help finally resolve your tax burdens once and for all. Call 1-800-245-6000 for a private, free consultation or visit TNUSA.com slash Megan. Back with me now. Barry Levine, author of The Spider, Inside the Criminal Web of Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. And speaking of Ghislaine Maxwell, (laughs) Barry, what do we think she knows the answer to all of these questions? What what did Bill Clinton do? What did Donald Trump do? What did Prince Andrew do? You know, did his secrets die with him or do you think she knows the answers?
3: Oh, I think I think she knows she knows a lot. I mean, I was Early on, I thought that possibly upon her arrest, that there might be a deal with the government. I mean, you know, this is someone who is turning um, uh, 60. She, uh, she's 59 right now. She turned 60 on on on, on Christmas Day. Uh, the difference of doing 10 years uh, behind bars uh, and still having something left of her life, as opposed to you know the 70. Uh, years that she's facing on this uh, particular trial, and she's also facing ten additional years in a separate trial, uh, perjury trial for statements she's made in um, uh, lying in, in depositions. Uh, I thought that she would do a deal. I thought that she might give up some names to the government and uh, get a um, um, uh, some type of sentence. Because at this point, Jeffrey is dead, and what does she, ha- you know, ha- have to lose? But she has remained tight lipped. Um, She denies any wrongdoing. And uh, I I, I think that she's going to take their secrets to her grave. Um, There's no question about that. Um, What what about
2: what about secret option number two, which is Epstein was a pervert. He was a bad guy. He was a criminal. But I don't want to say he was the only one, but that. Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton and Donald Trump didn't do anything to those young women. And she doesn't actually have the secrets to tell.
3: I mean, her, her lawyers say that she wasn't ever offered a deal, that they were not offered a deal. Um, um, I, I do believe that she knows a great deal about very, you know, about their powerful friends uh, from um, uh, scientists to world leaders, uh, the people that they associated with. Jeffrey Epstein had, had, in fact, he had asked the Palm Beach police, this is how tight the the cops were down there in 2005 with the, you know, with the millionaires who lived uh, in in Palm Beach. He said that uh, people were stealing from him. Uh, So they, the police helped him install a a surveillance system uh, at the Palm Beach mansion. Of course, he Mm -hmm. was using that surveillance system. Uh, to uh, capture uh, his famous, uh, I believe his famous guests with um, um, some of these uh, girls. Uh, I, I do believe that Jeffrey, um, um, and it shows the, the history, the pattern of how he made money. Uh, Jeffrey was about collecting people, about having goods on people, and I believe it carried through all the way um, to um, his his you know final days of um, um, abuse uh, at his home in the, uh, in, in the Virgin islands, uh, before they were tipped off in Florida before it was raided there. And in fact, one of the four co-conspirators, uh, has been alleged to have, uh, uh, removed all the hard drives. So when the search warrant was issued, um, they didn't have the, um, uh, the hard drives where they are now remains a mystery.
2: That's the um, question. Where is yeah. this blackmail material that he had yeah. possibly over all these people? Where are those hard drives? Why in that list that we got from the U.S. attorney in Manhattan, you know, it says CDs labeled nudes and girls and so on. Yeah. But w- w- there's not an allegation of videotape uh, with Prince Andrew. You know what I mean? If, if that happened, yes. you know Jeffrey Epstein had a picture of it. So where's that oh. stuff if it existed?
3: Well, I, 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 I write in the book that there is a uh, it's, it's a it's a crazy spy story. There's a there's a gentleman in Russia. Who was affiliated with um, 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 one of the lead detectives on the case? Um,
2: um, detective Don't tell Perry, me his name is Christopher Steele.
3: <laughs> who? who, who had, no, no, not Christopher Steele. Who you. has uh, the lead detective? As the story goes, was so sickened by the slap on the wrist that Jeffrey Epstein gave was given that he turned over to this man allegedly. Um, uh, copies of uh, some incriminating material that they had that, uh, you know, that the FBI didn't want or or, or, or wouldn't look at. Um, and this man ended up in Russia and uh, tells a story there that has been corroborated by um, some other journalists that, um, um, you know, the Russian government may have uh, the goods on, on on some of this blackmail material that they may be sitting on um, material related to, um, um, powerful people connected to, oh. uh, Jeffrey Epstein.
2: I forgot to mention Bill Gates. He was one of the guys who was connected with Epstein and on yeah. the plane. I mean, all these people deny knowing anything about him and his sketchy history. And that could very well be true. You know, we don't know, but man, there were a lot of sketchy people who, uh, loved to hang out with him. So that leads mm-hmm. me to this, the, the Epstein fund, is it gone? Um, my understanding is he was worth someplace, between five and 600 million when he died, or at least that, that's what I read, that they paid out $121 million to 135 people. They'd only expected about 100 claimants, 225 showed up. They did a vetting process. Yes. They paid out 121. Some of these women got millions, some got less. His estate also paid almost 200 million to the federal government in estate taxes. By my calculations, that's about 320 million. There should be between 200 and $300 million left. Where is it? Can people still get money? Uh, what's the status of that?
3: Well, the, the compensation fund, which was which was actually directed by uh, some individuals who were actually connected to the nine eleven uh, compensation fund, it was it was a very you know w- well run um, a separate entity that had nothing to do with Jeffrey Epstein's uh, uh, lawyers and so forth. Uh, we do know that the, the the four victims who were testifying um, for the government. Uh, each of them received between 1.5 million and 5 million dollars from the compensation fund, and everything has been sold. His uh, house in Palm Beach has been sold. His jets have been sold. His cars have been sold. Um, the the um, um, New York uh, mansion is being uh, renovated right now. Someone, a wealthy individual, has has purchased that. So uh, his estate has been uh, liquidated.
2: Mm. Along with and the house soul. in Palm
3: Beach. Uh, has been actually destroyed. It's been, you know, knocked down, which uh, uh, is is a is a good thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's what it, that's what should happen to all of them. Who would I realize Manhattan real estate is what yeah. it is. No, who would live in such a place? Come on, like, come on. Where's your where's your moral mm. compass? Well, maybe um, we'll
3: maybe they'll find something when they're when they're renovating. Mm, maybe there's something mm. buried away that the uh, that the FBI didn't find. So who good knows? Point.
2: Well, um, listen. We're taping this before the Maxwell trial wraps up. Any you want to make any predictions? By the time it airs, we know, we may know the answer. What do you think?
3: Well, this was certainly not a you know a slam dunk case for the prosecution. Um, I mean, I, I of course, in my gut, am am, am hoping that uh, justice will be served here and that um, um, Ghislaine will be spending a considerable amount of time of the remainder of her life behind bars. Um, I, I, think she absolutely deserves it. I think she was his partner in crime. Um, I, I quote in the book, uh, an inter- uh, not an interview, but a conversation she had with a close friend in 1997, in which she said that she couldn't, um, fulfill Jeffrey's, uh, insatiable sexual appetite. It was impossible to meet. And she felt obliged to bring him young girls to fulfill his sexual needs. And this woman was completely horrified with what, she, what, Ghislaine was telling her. And Ghislaine went on to say, uh, this is a direct quote, they're nothing, these girls, they are trash. And to me, that sums up the only way she could justify in her mind to go down this dark road with Jeffrey Epstein is to not have a feeling whatsoever for any of these girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, in her mind, she, she didn't feel anything for them. They, they were, in her words, trash. And uh, I, I think that's the only way that that, that she um, um, was able to get through this. Wow.
2: What a note on which to leave it. Barry Levine, again, the book is called The Spider. Check it out. So appreciate you coming on. Hope we can talk well, thank again. Thank you uh well our true crime christmas week continues all we nothing says christmas like a week of crime (laughs) Um, but let's face it we love talking about these cases because they're fascinating and they're kind of case studies in human nature too don't miss any of it you can download the megan kelly show right now on apple pandora spotify and stitcher so that you get a little tap on the shoulder when the new shows drop um and also check us out on youtube.com slash megan kelly thank you all so much for listening Thanks for listening to The Megan Kelly Show. No BS, no agenda, and no fear.
1: The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories, but your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can live out your master chef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit angie.com. You can do this
0: when you Angie that.